Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and today I am by myself. Well, I'm not really. If you could see through whatever way you're listening to this, I actually have Norman sitting right in my lap because I have a piece of toast next to me and he wants it. (laughs) So I guess I'm not technically all alone, but today it'll just be me talking to you through the podcast. Um, hi, how are you going? How's your day going? I have not done a solo episode for a little while now, and I thought I was definitely due for one. Um, and I'll be totally honest. I have no notes today. I am kind of winging it because of the topic. It's something that is very current for me because I have been and am still going through it. Um, so I feel like I'm just going to kind of talk through my experience rather than like make notes and make it too official. Um, but before that, I really wanted to recommend a book to you. Uh, let me just, I actually didn't even look up the author's name because that's how unprofessional I am. Crooked. Hold on a second. So I'm reading a book at the moment and it's called The Crooked Path. Um, and just, uh, you probably heard me talk about it a couple of times because it's one that I just keep kind of going back and forth from, I think because of the reason of this whole podcast, but, um, every time I read it, I go, Oh, I just love this book so much. And basically it's, did I say it's called the crooked path? (laughs) It's, um, it's about traditional witchcraft, which to me, I find really resonates with how I see my own practice because really it just goes back to the very roots of what witchcraft is, which is very like nature-based, connected with the moon, connected with the other world, working with the fae and hedge crossing and all of that, just like the real raw essence of witchcraft. And for me, I feel like that just kind of is what my practice is evolving into because I started off as a Wiccan because I feel like that's quite an easy place to start and then it's kind of evolved from there but when I every time I read this book I'm like oh yes like you are literally speaking what my soul feels you know it's just so well written the author's name is Keldon um And I highly recommend it if it's something that, you know, you're looking for a book that kind of touches on those subjects where it is just very raw, very natural, very like traditional, I guess. Um, It's really, really interesting. And it has a lot of things in it that I haven't 
really heard about before, but definitely something I can see incorporating into my practice. Um, this isn't like a sponsored thing by any means. It's just something that I was literally reading it this morning. I'm like, you know what? I have to like mention it because um, it's just really, really good. So the topic of today is something that, again, you may have heard me kind of touch a little bit on recently on social media, um, but it's something that I feel like isn't talked about enough because I feel like it comes with a lot of, uh, what's the word, like negativity, um, maybe embarrassment, maybe, I don't know, there's a lot of like negativity around it. And I guess it's because it could be seen as a weakness and I don't actually think it is, Um, but it's definitely something that I think needs to be spoken about because when I did mention it on social media, I had a lot of people reach out saying that they were feeling the exact same way or they had been feeling that way and they had never really spoken about it because no one does. And it was really refreshing to hear that other people are going through it as well. And that is spiritual burnout. Um, Now, this will manifest in so many different ways for everybody. So I can only speak on my own uh, journey with it. Um, And it may resonate with you and it may not, but it's definitely something that is real and happens. And you know what? It's totally okay if it does as well. And that's something that I have been telling myself every day. But basically for me, I feel like my whole life is kind of wrapped around witchcraft, which isn't a bad thing. But for me, you know, it's my job. I, you know, own a business called Rosedown Cottage where I'm constantly making new and magical items uh, for my store. I have a podcast, as you are well aware, where I talk about all things witchy. I am on social media on all different platforms where I talk about witchy things. I have a Patreon where I also teach about witchy things. I do classes. I'm writing a book. And I also have to do my own magical practice as well. And so for me, doing this constantly just got to the point where I found myself feeling nothing. I felt absolutely nothing. And when I look at, like take a step back and actually look at my life, it has been extremely hectic the last couple of years, really. I mean, obviously we all went through the pandemic. Then, you know, I, as I've talked about before, we lost a baby And then I fell pregnant and the anxiety of like, you know, what it's like after a loss and then trying to like hold on to this baby is really intense. And then I had poet and babies are tough. (laughs) And especially having three kids and adjusting to life with three children is really intense. And then throw in, you know, family dramas, different things with, you know, all different people and, and just life, just life stuff. I found myself completely burnt out in all aspects of my life. And this started to manifest with my anxiety starting to get worse and worse and worse. Um, And then 
I have been sick this year, as you probably know on every podcast. I'm like, I'm really sorry, guys, I'm sick. But I have been sick, I'd say, at least every month with a cold. And it's obviously, you know, my body is saying to me like, hello, you're killing me. (laughs) I keep trying to tell you to slow down and you're not listening to me. And then, you know, it's like the whole feather brick truck thing. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it before, but it's like when you are presented with a problem, life will throw you a feather. And this is like a gentle nudge to say, hey, this is probably something you need to address. I'm just going to lightly tap you and say, maybe you should do something about it. And then if you continue on and ignore the first feather, uh, life will go, okay, I don't really think you're paying any attention. I'm going to throw a brick at you and it's going to hurt a little bit more. And it's really a like slap, like, hello, time to change it. And then if you are silly enough to ignore that, uh, well, life will go, okay, well, I'm going to send you a truck and it's going to really, really fucking hurt. And so that is the the game changer. That's the one where you really like can't escape that. And I, I don't think I'm at that point yet, but I definitely think maybe the constant cold was my feather and now the anxiety has crept up to the point where I know that that's life's brick. Um, because I found myself just waking up and immediately hit with anxiety. Everything was triggering me. Um, and then I just crashed and I have been so tired, but not like I could have a nap tired, just like I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing for anybody. Um, I feel nothing. I have no ideas. Everything makes me like upset or anxious or frustrated or whatever. And that's not like me because I'm usually quite a positive, energetic, bubbly person. And I just found myself kind of numb to everything. Um, And especially when it came to my like magical practice, I just had nothing to give anymore. And I went through so many emotions of guilt and shame and I'm a shitty witch and I should be better because this is my business and you know what am I what am I doing like I shouldn't be this way and I think when you look at it like we live in a life where we are surrounded by social media and the expectation of perfection at all times like we see these beautiful pages with these amazing witches who do all these magical practices every single day and they do you know spellcraft after the moon and they celebrate every sabbath with a huge feast and deep rituals and spell work and all these things and there's this expectation that if you are a witch, you need to be that at all times. And if you're not, then you're not really a witch and definitely not a good witch. And I felt that. I really did. I really felt that. And I felt so much like guilt that why am I not doing anything? Like I should be doing more. You know, this isn't, this isn't good enough. And obviously feeling that way, it's not going to help how you feel anyway, is it? If you're already feeling anxious and and frustrated and sad and whatever you're feeling shaming yourself is not going to help in any way at all um and so for me the first part of dealing with it was acknowledging that that's how I feel and I'm allowed to feel that way 
Um, like I, there's a book where it's about, you know, when you have anxiety, you, you name the monster because once you name it, you are able to understand what it is. And for me, that's definitely how I felt. And then I relieved myself of the guilt and shame by saying, I am allowed to feel that way because I'm a human and humans feel things. And sometimes we're happy and sometimes we're sad and it's okay to be either of them at any time. So that was my first thing is going, this is how I feel. And I'm not going to force myself to feel something that I don't, um, which in itself is very freeing because you're, you, there's no pressure. You're like, yeah, today I feel a bit sad and I feel a bit burnt out and that's how I feel. And so I kind of sat with that for a while and then I went, you know what? I think I can't force myself to be this perfect witch, so I'm not going to be. Um, I'm going to take a step back and just let it go for a little bit. Not saying that I wasn't a witch anymore, just that I wasn't going to actively practice anything just for now. Um, And that was really like a bit of a roller coaster because I'm like, what are my guides going to think? What are they going to think? And, you know, when I kind of like sat with it, it's like they stepped in and went, it's okay. Like we're not going anywhere. <laughs> Don't worry about us. And I was like, well, why would they abandon you? They wouldn't abandon you because you're a human and they know you're a human and they expect you to feel these things. So of course they're going to be with you through the moments of strength and happiness and success but they're also going to be with you in the moments of weakness and and low energy and you know whatever it is that you're feeling they're especially going to be there for that so taking that away as well was very freeing of like I don't have to worry about any kind of spiritual judgment either and so then I kind of like I went well what else makes me feel what witchcraft makes me feel like when I do my practice, it's very nature-based and, you know, connecting with deities and doing like divination and all that stuff. What brings me that sense of calm and peace and happiness and all of that, that my practice brings me. And for me, it's definitely reading. Reading for me is so freeing because you can escape into whatever world you choose. You can you know, dive into a thriller that's going to scare you and keep you on your toes, or you can disappear into a fantasy world where anything is possible. And so I really have dived into that. And I've always been a big reader, but I feel like I've kind of taken it up a step because I just needed that world. I needed that escapism. And it has been so nice because Reading in itself is like a form of meditation. You have one thing that you're focusing on and the world around you disappears. And it's been really lovely. It's been like filling my own cup up. It's been my moment to myself. It's been no stress, no judgment, no nothing, just quiet relaxation. And so I've really dived into that. And I went, well, that for now is going to be my practice. That's what I'm going to do because I still had no desire at all. I just felt no pull at all in any direction of anything magic. And I didn't really know how I was going to approach that because my whole life is literally surrounded 
by witchcraft. Every aspect of my life is is has witchcraft involved. I'm like, well, no time pressure, but um, probably good if it comes back at some point if I'm going to talk about it. And then I found that simply just like being and releasing myself from all that pressure allowed it to come back in its own way. It's like, you know, you had made like a tower out of Lego and then it crumbles down to nothing. You go, well, I need to start from the very bottom and build my way up. And that's how I feel like my practice is coming back to me because I just pushed the tower down and it fell apart. And so now I'm starting with the foundation. And to me, I have found so much joy simply being outside. You know, we're here in the Southern Hemisphere. We are now in spring and it is getting warmer and sunnier. And I have taken so much joy just watching that happen, watching my plants like starting to like bloom and blossom and going and starting to plant like tomatoes in the garden and getting seeds for flowers. And because to me, that's where my witchcraft practice, that's what the foundation is, is nature. And so being and observing nature is starting to build my practice up again. And so I love that because it's so simple. It's, it's, there's nothing to it. All I have to do is look out the window or go and stand outside or go for a walk. And that is magic. That is a magical practice. And that's something that, you know, we overcomplicate what being a witch is. We think it has to be a four hour ritual with bowlings and athames and a cauldron and all the herbs. And it, it really isn't that it's just taking it way, way back to, we wouldn't have anything if we didn't have nature because that is what it essentially is all about. It's that connection. So for me, I have been really reconnecting with nature and I have felt from there, it's like that kind of lit that flame inside me where I went, oh, you know what I really want to do? I really want to refresh my Oracle cards that I pull. So I went and I put all my decks away and I went, what ones do like really call for me for spring? And I pulled out new like decks from near my altar and I put them out. And now I feel like really inspired to pull them every day because they're new and fresh and they're connected to where we are seasonally. And that was really exciting for me to do that. And so every day I'll, I just pull my card and the messages that have been coming through have always been like tranquility, taking your time, slowing down, having moments to yourself. And that's just that reaffirming of you're doing exactly what you need to do. You are slowing down and you're just taking your time to rebuild because if you rush it, it's going to fall straight back down again. And I love that confirmation. And then from there, I have felt for me, I work quite closely with a few deities but Aphrodite has stepped forward completely she has taken me under her wing and she's like you're mine man you and I we're going to be working together and she is all about self-love self-empowerment looking at how beautiful life is being mindful and that's exactly what I need so I have found that spark with her and now I'm diving in and letting her kind of take me where I need to go and so 
on and on and on it's been going from there. But my point of all of this is that it started at something very, very small, looking outside. And so if you are feeling burnt out, which I know a lot of you are, and and I get it, life is so chaotic. It's so busy. We have so many demands and so many expectations. And so if I can pass on any advice, it's to do that. Allow yourself to crumble. Acknowledge that it's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then let yourself simply be, and then start from the bottom and work your way up. Hey everyone, I'm just going to pause today's episode for a moment. I hope you're enjoying it. It sounds super interesting. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're thinking, hey, how could I support this show? Then the best way to do that is to jump over to Patreon and become one of my patrons where you'll get access to additional content, videos, bonus episodes of Ritual with Amy Harvey, that is me, learning tools to help you on your witchy path and special discounts to my online store, rosongcottage.com. Take it away, voiceover guy. That's right. Simply head to patreon.com forward slash Cottage to get all the goodies and support your favorite podcast in the entire world, Ritual with Amy Harvey. Now, back to the show. What is your foundation? What is it that makes your practice what it is? For me, it's nature. That is everything to do with who I am as a witch. I am a seasonal witch. I am constantly observing how nature is changing and how we are connected with it. So by observing nature, it's bringing me back to what the foundation of my practice is. So have a think about what is yours? What are you based on? Are you connected to the moon? Is that is that really who you are as a, as a witch to your very core? Because all you need to do is look out the window. Or just go, well, what phase are we in today? And maybe that's where you need to start. You know, it's very, very simple. And I think there's so much beauty and strength in simplicity. Um, and so that's all you need to do. And it's so, it's so easy. It really is. And if if it doesn't feel easy, wait until it does. Because if you're forcing yourself, it's not going to happen. But when you let yourself be, it will come to you and you'll just flow. And that's what we need to do. Um, And so that's kind of where I'm at now. I still have moments where the anxiety creeps in and I kind of just acknowledge it and go, at this moment, I'm feeling anxious, but I know it's going to leave. And so I kind of just let myself be and then it will fade and then I continue on. Um, And so it really is a day by day thing, but I can feel myself starting to rebuild and become a stronger witch once more. And I'm starting to like get excited about doing magic again because I I wasn't at all. I wasn't excited at all when now I am like now I, that's, I think partly why I hadn't been reading any like witchcraft based books because I'm like, I don't want to learn anything about that. I want to disappear into fiction where now 
this morning was the first morning I woke up and went, I really want to read that Crooked Path book. And as soon as I did, I was like, I love this so much. And it was so great. Um, And that's because I just allowed myself to do it when I was ready. So definitely feeling stronger. I'm really excited for Astara and working in the garden and I really want to do fey magic and I can feel them calling me so much. So I am excited to have that fire burning again, but I'm only going to do what I feel I can do and want to do. And I'm not, I don't feel bad about that at all. (laughs) I really don't. Um, And also one other thing that I have found, which is difficult, but so necessary is boundaries. I have no shame in saying I have no energy for anyone. Um, And the energy that I do have will go to my kids and my husband. And then any reserves will go to the people who I know will give energy in return. Um, Because how often do we have those relationships with friends, you know, partners, family members that you feel like you give the energy and you leave emptier than when you came? And I can't do that. I just can't. I can't be the person to fill another person's cup at the moment. Um, normally, I would be quite happy to go in and be like, hey, and be the like light, happy, sunny one. But at the moment, I just don't have the mental spoons to be that person. And so I have no shame in just really kind of withdrawing and not being as accessible to people, not meeting up with people who I know won't return the energy to me, not having conversations online with people who simply want things from me. Um, with no return and that's not being selfish at all you're not being selfish by doing that you are protecting your own uh, energy you're protecting your um, worth you're protecting your mental health and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and if people do have an issue with it it says so much more about them than it does about you because they go hey you're not giving me anything and that makes me uncomfortable and you go well that's because you just want stuff. You just want things. And at that, at the moment, you just, that's just not the energy you want to be around. And maybe in the future, you'll be stronger and, and more resilient and be able to go, okay, fine. You know, I I have, that's my expectation of my relationship with you. And I'm okay to deal with that at the moment. But where I'm at at the moment is my boundaries are solid. You cannot get past and I feel no guilt in going, I just don't have anything for you right now. And if you're upset about it, then that's something you have to deal with. I'm not, I'm not going to deal with it. Um, And it takes a lot to get there, but I feel like when you truly feel like you have nothing, it's an easy decision to make um, because you go, you know what? Fuck it. Absolutely. Fuck it. And that's how I'm feeling. But boundaries are fucking cool, man. They are so good. And they're something that I think the more you learn and put into practice over time, the more you realize how much you benefit from just like having those boundaries and not letting people's bullshit rule your life. 
I say that in the most positive way, but it's true. There are a lot of people out there who love to take energetically and we don't have time for that. We just don't have time for it. So boundaries are definitely important um, to have and to maintain and to stick with them. But that's where I'm at at the moment. It's definitely not over and it's definitely something I'm still writing out. And the, my phrase that I kept saying to myself and like what I would visualize is to ride the wave because waves, they ebb and flow. Sometimes they crash. Sometimes they are really soft and gentle, but they will always change and just know that nothing is forever. This too shall pass. Um, and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with just riding the wave and feeling how you feel. If anything, I think there's strength in doing that. So if you are one of those people who are feeling burnt out, I hope that this connected with you in some way. Um, it made you feel like you're not alone because you're 100% are not. There are many of us and I have the messages to prove it. There are a lot of us that are feeling just at the very end at the moment. Um, and that's cool. You're allowed to do that. And if this has inspired you to simply be or to feel or to slow down or to maybe find your foundation again, then I am so thankful that my experience was able to help others uh, because what a bonus, what a positive to come out of it. Um, definitely feel free to send through a message if you want to. Uh, like I said, you're not alone. And I do hope that this helped. Uh, in the future of the podcast, we have so many exciting episodes coming up. Uh, like some really cool guests, someone who has been on here before, uh, but it was just one of the best conversations I've had in a long time. I also have uh, another girl coming up who's just awesome. You will love her. Patty and I will be doing an episode together soon as well. You guys voted and we will be doing it on magical places. Uh, so that'll be really fun. But yes, there's a lot, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, but I do hope that my episode today, although it may have been a little bit more somber than usual, I hope that it really did help those that needed it. Um, and thank you all so much for your support, whether it be here on the podcast, uh, on social media, wherever. I appreciate all your love and your messages and your likes and your reviews or your, your five stars or whatever it is, whatever way you show your love, I it really means a lot to me. And I really am so grateful for everybody. I love seeing where the podcast ends up all over the world. I've seen it, you know, appear in Sweden and Italy and Brazil and Denmark and all these really cool places. So hello to everyone around the world. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are, whatever way you practice, whatever way you're feeling. Um, I am so grateful to have you all here. But yes, there we go. We shall rebuild and we will be stronger witches than ever. Uh, I hope you have the most beautiful day or night or morning or evening or afternoon. Um, and thank you again for listening. I will speak to you all again very soon. 
and enjoy the season that you are going into because whether it's spring or autumn it's so much there's so much beauty in both and I hope that you can take a moment today to go and sit and just admire it I will speak to you all very soon thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time bye bye